Joanne Joseph on 702. Just after a quarter to five, tweet, call, SMS and be involved. Stay curious with 702. There's some serious historical subject matter being covered at the Market Theatre in its production Congo, the trial of King Leopold II. The show's now in its final week. It deals with the genocide set in motion in Congo by its Belgian colonisers, which caused 10 million Congolese to perish. The play takes the form of an inquest between a lawyer, advocate Golam Lambo, played by John Ghani, and the king himself, played by Robert White head. We welcomed veteran actor John Gunny into studio earlier to talk to us about how this play could enable some difficult conversations about our history. Twelve years ago, I think, I bumped into former President Thabo Mbeki. He handed me an envelope and said, see what you can do about this. So I got home, opened it. It was a manuscript about the uh, King Leopold II soliloquy yes. in, uh, by Mark Twain. Mark Twain had written this. Apparently, when he sent it in for publication, no publisher would touch the material Mm -hmm. because of the network and agreements and political alignments at that time between the major powers and King Leopold. And this was also the massive industrialization, the automobile, the electrification in companies. They needed two important things they could find in Africa, rubber and copper for the electrical wires and tires for the cars. So it was that time, so everybody sort of put a blind eye at what was happening with the Congo. Yet the major European, American great powers were trading with King Leopold through his private bank account. There was no minister of finance. There was no department of development, no industry. It was him. So there was that conspiracy of silence around the issue, which then was followed by the First World War. And then we looked at what the war casualty was. And there were other in-between issues. And suddenly we moved into the Second World War. And then we had to deal with the Holocaust. So this Congo issue keeps being on the second base, third base, fourth base, and out of the picture. Mm -hmm. So I then thought, what can I do with this? When I read it, I thought, oh, no, this cannot be an entertaining piece. So where are you going to find the way of doing it? I forgot about it. Five years ago, I bumped into him. He says, you still got that thing I gave you? I said, yes, Mr. President, I still got it. (laughs) When in March this year, I got a call from the foundation. Mm -hmm. Max, who runs the foundation, said to me, oh, former president said I should ask you about that thing. I said, oh, my Lord, i got to do it now. So I went straight to the market theater. James Nobo and Ishmael agreed we can fund it. And I said to the foundation, are you going to fund the development? Because there's a lot of work to be done. They said, of course, yes, we'll fund you. Then I spoke to Robert Whitehead, a very good friend of mine. The last thing we did together was the native who caused all the trouble. Right. which became my name for Nelson Mandela, (laughs) the native who caused all the trouble because he had seen the video of it. We then started working on this. First, I thought I would play the interviewer. I would question King Leopold because it's a soliloquy. It's a monologue coming this way. uh, Where's we're getting the answers, not the cue. So we'll find the questions. And then we were joined by beautiful Lisedi Job, young, 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 young lady director Mm. who had the vision off in discussion. We all ended up in, hold it. Our leaders in Africa are hauled to Hague by the ICC 
on crimes against humanity, on genocide. Yes. Yet Bush, Tony Blair, and all of them who are messing up the world as we speak, no one's taking them. Only African leaders go there. Yes. What if we try King Leopold mm. on a high court of justice in Africa? That's what we did. Then it gave it a different sort of spin. It made it a drama court. It, it's a wonderful idea of approaching it. But in a way, you also have, have to condense all the brutality of that history and time uh, into, into this, what is essentially a, a Q&A, an interrogation session. How, how did you hone that, that particular, that, the, craft the, the script around it? Once we were we were guided, of course, by the soliloquy by Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. It had all the. It's 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 almost like he wakes up one morning, King Leopold, and suddenly he has these reports on his desk. And it was at a time. It was about uh, nineteen oh. He died in nineteen oh nine. We're talking about nineteen oh eight, nineteen oh seven, where he was destroying all evidence that of the atrocities of the Congo. Mm. So he has these boxes of things in front of him. So that's where the idea came from. And I also open in a clever sort of angle that I'm retiring as an as a advocate for Lam Lam. It's my last day. I've done my last case. So I'm going through archives, taking things that go for students, for interns, and suddenly I collide with this thesis in 1966, which I wrote for my master's, mm. uh, which I was not acceptable by my law professor, so I never submitted it. Mm. So that then became the vehicle of imagining what if I had the opportunity to try King Leopold. So by some strange like he comes and the animates and there he is, and the, the advocate gets an opportunity to put him on trial. So we worked so wonderfully with, uh, okay, that's the answer. What was the question? How do we lead him there? Oh, now you're presenting the report from Reverend Morrison, who was an American missionary who reported to Congress what he saw there mm-hmm. in trying to change the thinking of the people or, or of the United States who were supporting and even recognizing Congo. You've got to understand that Congo was not Belgian Congo. Only after his death by act of parliament, before then, it was his property. Mm-hmm. It was his, belonged to him. Yes. The people, the wealth, the everything. It's almost like the old farmers in the Republic of South Africa who did not only own the farm but also own the people and the next generation that will be born by those people so that they too will be continuing to work on that farm. So they were the farmer's property. Now imagine on the scale of the Congo, which is five times the size of Germany, was owned by this man as his own property. I was going to ask you, uh, you know, your your opinion about this. I mean, while working through this piece, uh, and you've alluded to it there, did, did you have any sense that there are echoes of this story for us here in South Africa? Any good art is universal. Any story reverberates or resonates with any person on this earth. They must have, could have, or experience the same, then it is good art. When we went through this process, first we focused only on King Leopold and the Congo and Belgium. But then as you work on the material, 
it begins to say, okay, okay, now as an actor and as a writer, you have to have those references, psychological references, things that come from your own background and some things are personal. So you use those and suddenly the, you're telling a story about England and someyone says, it's exactly what happened to Toyando. Mm -hmm. You think, okay, I accept that. (laughs) So that is the relevance of the piece. And what was for us challenging is 20th century, 2018, and talk about this gruesome details of calculated cruelty, ugly things. And you think, you know, what am I saying? Well, where's me in this business, in the telling of the story? Because I could be an actor, but there's still John Carney somewhere in the middle of it all. You know, it's almost like, Remember when we had Truth in Translations for the TRC, where the interpreters had to tell, to interpret for the family in the first person. Yes. If he says, then I shot him, says the white officer. The interpreter must say in Isizulu, Isikosa, then Ndamdubula, meaning I shot him. Mm -hmm. And they took that part of the responsibility of the, of, of creating all that crime. They reported it to the listener in first place. So it was a bit traumatic at the end of that process. They needed counseling because they've gone through this grueling and horrific storytelling in order to assist. Because you can't say to the mama or the, 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 the parents of the victim, then he shot. You must, you must interpret directly. Right. Then I shot him. You see, this makes me wonder about your process because I know you are this actor who... Who, who has the sacred relationship with the, with, and, and an intimate relationship with the process that makes you your character. And I just wonder what sort of trauma you have gone through because that sense, suspension of disbelief is so real while you're on stage. What, what trauma are you reliving when you hear the details of, of what is possibly one of the greatest atrocities Africa has ever seen in its entire history? It's almost a shocking thing to say, being born black in South Africa in 1943 and be 51 years when you voted for the first time, you walk with nightmares, you are wounded, you are uncounseled. No one even took you to debrief. There was no therapy, no counseling to get you into the 1994 democratic, non-racial, free South Africa. You understand me? So the references in your life are part of your life experience. Things you've witnessed, things you've seen. Those are the things that I use as an actor whenever I I look at a, 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 a role that I have to play. Take, for instance, in Captain America, I'm playing this King T'Chaka, mm. who's supposed to be from Wakanda. Yeah. Never heard of Wakanda. It's a thing made up by Marvel in the comic books. <laughs> but how do I refer to it? Because I had a grandmother who said I was royal, who tried mm. to instill in me the feeling of being no second-class citizen to nobody. Mm. And the fact that I'm a descendant of great royalties and kingdoms, I almost believe it for most of the time. <laughs> but because it gave me the strength to go through one day, 
when I start telling my children I put one day in apartheid as a young man of 16, 17. That's the most difficult 18 when your mind is exciting, seeing things, seeing differences, wanting to know why and asking parents why and the parents protecting you from that truth. Yes. And trying to say that don't worry, God will change the situation. You say, but I didn't change it for my granddad and for you. That's the time there's memories are like slides of a projector in my mind. If we talk about good love, and I think the day I met my wife, Mandy, Mm -hmm. there's a slide for that. (laughs) You talk about anger. I think about the day they shot my brother, and I was very angry. There's a slide for that. Mm -hmm. If you talk about any emotion, there's a slide in your subconscious you could refer to. Just as an artist, I know exactly which button to push to access that slide. How is theatre one of the best spaces, therefore, to, to work through trauma, either personal or historical? When I was in Ireland, I met Gary Mulligan, and he said, how do you in South Africa use the art to reconcile warring partners after 1994? How, how, what was the role of theatre? Theatre is a mirror to the society. Mm. Theatre is is that which you see yourself in. And we've used theatre in therapy, in in, in management, in every sphere we've used the art. So theatre has played a critical role. Also not forgetting we need to entertain you. We need to give you a break from a drudging old day (laughs) that the business wasn't good, the board meeting didn't go right, my presentation didn't work, the PowerPoint foil failed me in the middle and suddenly you see a beautiful play and for one 90 minutes you're in a world there's no problems i know you'll pick them up as you leave the theater but that's not my problem i've given you a good hour and a half (laughs) of you just being you innocent virgin Mm. and wonderful to receive the gifts of existence and humanity Beautiful experience having that uh, that interview with veteran actor John Ghani a little bit earlier on. Remember, Congo, the trial of King Leopold II is at the Market Theatre in its final week.